On this episode of Location Cubed, Howard and I are very happy to welcome some special guests. So there's going to be none of the usual shenanigans about what we'd like to do to the like button. Instead, we're going to introduce our partners, Colby Horn and Jody Allred, who are going to talk about their new piloted podcast. So it's really maybe like a spin-off, Howard. This might be our first spin-off that we're launching. So they might, yeah, be the, exactly. they might be the facts of life to our different strokes. Okay. Right? The aftermath to our mash. <laughs> who knows? But what you will see um, when they introduce themselves is they are simultaneously doing three very important things. One, they're tripling the amount of hair that's being represented here. They're doubling the amount of height, yet simultaneously lowering the aggregate age of everybody in the studio right now. <laughs> right? So without further ado, Colby, Jody, why don't you take it away? Introduce yourselves. Tell everybody what you guys have been working on. Uh, great. I appreciate it. Colby Horn. I'm in our Dallas office. Uh, and obviously Jody Allred out of our Fort Worth office. Uh, we really appreciate you guys bringing us on to the Locations Cube podcast. Uh, Jody and I have been sitting on the sideline just watching you guys kind of develop this podcast over the last year. And it's been really funny watching Rob come up with these creative ways to, to do these likes or subscribe. Yeah, uh, I'm disappointed he didn't do it again. <laughs> yeah. There's one at the end, don't worry. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Good. Or even the jokes at Howard's expense. Those are definitely my favorite. I don't favorite. like that as much. No, no. <laughs> but no, seriously, we've, we've had a lot of, uh, we've seen and heard a lot of really good feedback from either clients, our staff, uh, even new folks that we're meeting out at events, uh, that the overall delivery of this and the structure of it, they've, they've really enjoyed. Um, so, so with that, Jody and I, along with uh, some of our core team members, are developing a new manufacturing, distribution, and retail uh, focused podcast series that we're going to call On the Shop Floor. And what kind of issues are you guys going to talk about? And maybe what do you, you want to talk about today? Is this you know, sort of being your inaugural episode? Well, first off, we were we were kicking around names for this new podcast. One of the names we we're going to throw out there was the Accounting Dad Bod Podcast. <laughs> As I suck it in. Oh man, speak for yourself. <laughs> the Dad Bod Accounting. I pod. like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. That's is that the runner-up or is that the actual? Name? That's what we it was a close runner-up. Okay, yeah. but we figured you guys had that that brand on lockdown here. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> Gloves off. <laughs> but uh, just work on my gains now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, and b before we jump into kind of for today, what we want to talk about, uh, our industry is so broad and the amount of businesses that are in manufacturing, distribution, and retail. We're actually going to focus on four segments that we have the most knowledge, the most interest in, and just experience as a firm and just personally. And those segments are going to be focused on food and beverage, consumer products, industrial products, and then logistics and distribution. So definitely keep an eye out for the new podcast. Cool. We're, we're looking forward to kind of putting our own little twist on it. Well, I can say Howard and I have a lot of interest in the food and beverage piece of that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So a little, little you know, echo to your dad, dad bod comment. <laughs> there we go. Um, so what, what do you think you guys have, uh, have thought about for today? Is there a topic that you want to explore a little bit further? Yeah. Yeah, we've been talking to Howard a little bit about uh, just the vacancy increase in manufacturing uh, leasing over the last uh, couple of quarters. Starting in, in Q3, there was a trend down for a market that's been white hot, as you guys know. Uh, and it's kind of interesting seeing just the dynamics of the market, whether it's inflation or 
changes in how people are buying their retail goods. Uh, there's been a big need for additional warehouse space. And there's been some some factors in the market that Colby was also been looking at. Yeah, inventory and, levels. Yeah, so for a lot of our clients and just what we're we're seeing, obviously the pandemic really changed the way consumers are purchasing things. So stimulus money, and obviously people aren't able to during COVID to go to events such as concerts or sport mm -hmm. events. Mm -hmm. That money was kind of shifting more to tangible things. Yeah or buying clothes or furniture. So that increase caused definitely the stress on the supply chain. So that's like supply chain is the, the key word that you're hearing in MDNR really right now and still hearing up through today. So there's been issues with the supply chain. So it's been forcing a lot of our clients or, or people in the industry to kind of over purchase. Mm -hmm. And with that over purchasing warehouse space was at a premium. And kind of 2022, what we saw, we kind of, I would consider a warehouse race, like who can build it the fastest. Right. Money was cheap. It's not so cheap now, but there's a lot of money out there available. And there's a lot of people rushing to get that, to get that out there and available in the market. Right. Well, there was a discussion yesterday at the Real Estate Council forecast in Fort Worth. Was that it Dallas or Fort Worth? In Fort Worth. Okay. <laughs> where um, one of the developers commented that they built a million two square foot on square foot warehouse on spec and had at least a target halfway through. Right. Uh, and so it's, you know, I, I get that. I think part of it is, you know, part of it might be the fact that Rob may have taken his credit card away from his wife and his children. No, 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 no. So that, there's a joke there. Early in, in our podcast life, we talked about logistics and supply chain. And I had made the comment that um, Howard's daughter and my daughter were playing a game on Amazon um, to see who could order the most amount and have the most packages delivered in the same day. <laughs> the ironic thing is neither one of them realized they were playing the game, yet they were both winning. Yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. we think they were but what you were losing. At one point, they were what was causing the logistics issue right, right. and the supply chain to be right, behind. Right. But in, in all seriousness, I have been hearing that the supply chain bottleneck, especially in California, has unbottlenecked. And that there's actually now there's um, slack at the ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach. And so I'm assuming that's kind of working its way all through the system. And that, you know, as things are getting more normalized, things are moving faster and doesn't have to be stockpiled in any given location. What's yeah. interesting, sorry, just what's interesting is it you're seeing a slowdown in that buildup on the West Coast, mm -hmm. but the East Coast is actually starting to pick up some of that, which okay. is interesting, like furniture manufacturing is one good one where they're actually seeing a lot more come through Texas, surprisingly. So there's like Texas, there's more of the East Coast of New York that are seeing an uptick in the volume. And so there's a little bit of a concern of, will that go back to the West Coast, like California specifically? But uh, it's, it's interesting. Well, I also understand that, you know, leasing rates have continued to to go for to, to move up. And so I'm presuming that you also get to a point as a manufacturer or a seller where it's like, wait a second, this is just costing us way too much. It's eating into our profits more than we can pass along to the customers. So maybe it's, you know, we, we back off a little bit. And, and I also think, you know, as a customer, I feel like we've got we're getting used to shortages. You know, I go to the grocery store and, you know, a couple weeks ago I went and I couldn't find cilantro. Um, I go and I can't find bottled tea. And 
a couple years ago, I would have been like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? And now it's like, eh. you know, you, you come to accept that. And has the, has the consumer gotten to a point where they're not worked up about shortages or missing items and they'll just delay and the manufacturers are taking advantage of that by not overstocking? That's a very highbrow way of looking at it with Mr. Cilantro and bottled tea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like you're living the high life over there. Oh, we yeah, have, yeah. We, we use parsley and it's just bottled water, water out of the tap. I mean, we don't have those luxuries. I'm just house. too lazy to brew tea, so. Yes. Okay. In addition to you know, supply chain issues as it relates to physical products, right, or space, one of the other issues that is facing many companies is just staffing in general. So do you see... A, uh, an issue or any type of uh, restriction on growth as it just relates to finding a ready supply of, of labor that can staff skilled positions in manufacturing plants, whether it's folks to run CNC machines or do skilled assembly, things like that. So the latest NAM manufacturing survey that came out at the end of December really highlighted that there's, there's multiple things that are happening. There's still some, some manufacturers that are experiencing supply chain issues. There's some that are, that are past supply chain issues and they're dealing ma mainly with labor issues in order to get enough labor to produce the amount that they need to. So it's kind of all these things that are playing into it at the same time. And as you look at, at this same survey, they're asking manufacturers about their outlook for, for 2023 and it's, it's at the lowest level than it, that it's been since Q3 of 2020. And if you think about what was on all of our minds at Q3 of 2020, right, right. things were pretty bad. Right. And so their outlook is bad, but then there's also, also sentiment that next year isn't gonna be that bad. We're, we're expecting strong demand for our products and we're expecting to hire people and we're still planning to, to do some CapEx. So I think really what we're seeing is that it depends on geography, it depends on what industry within manufacturing, distribution, retail you're in. It also depends upon what your, your sort of feeling is about what's coming down, because it's really murky right now. That outlook is really cloudy for most people. There's, there's sentiment that we're gonna have a recession. There's sentiment that if we do have a recession, maybe it's gonna be a soft landing recession. So it's a who knows. And that's what's reflected in what I see in the survey is that there's a lot of uncertainty. Well, I have a question kind of that maybe our watchers want to know because they don't necessarily spend a lot of time in manufacturing distribution, et cetera. So like in real estate, there's been a little bit of the haves and have nots. The multifamily owners have done very, very well. The industrial owners have done very, very well. Office and retail has been a little bit more challenging. Are there have and have nots in like kind of overall manufacturing distribution categories, types of companies that have been doing really well the last few years and types that have been struggling? I think for the most part, all manufacturers, all everybody's done well. Okay. There's been so much money in the market that it's hard not to do well. And the, with the changes in, in, in the interest rates and all these things, you're starting to see that the market is gonna be a, a little bit more on, your success is determined based on how well you market yourself and how well you, you do some of those things, not just having a, mar a product available in the market uh, because everybody has so much money. And, and it may be a little bit more challenging, but hopefully that soft landing recession really kind of cushions us all. Uh, that would be ideal. We'll see how it goes. Got my fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> and toes.
And that's all the time we have on Location Cubed. Howard and I want to thank Colby and Jody for joining us, and please watch out for the launch of their new podcast on the shop floor. But if you like what you hear, please pretend the like button confused you as a Fort Worth resident to somebody who lives in Dallas. That's all the time we have on Location Cubed.